You have arrived at your destination. Welcome to the Animation Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie, Brandon Jones, and I am here solo today. Uh, here to talk to you about all the stuff that happened on SDCC Comic-Con. That's Comic-Con twice. That doesn't make any sense, so I won't say that next time. Um, but uh, SDCC happened a couple weekends ago. Uh, had some technical difficulties. This was supposed to be up forever ago, but we finally... Uh, got all that nailed down, so uh, my laptop is on its last legs. Uh, soon my work will be getting me a new one, so that should be good. Um, but, um, so, basically I lost this recording like four times, and if I lose this one, I'm probably not going to actually record anything. Uh, but no, I think I have it all squared away. So this one should be going up. Uh, so, uh, basically, I'm going to go through all the animation announcements from... SDCC, uh, which were pretty good this year. I, I can't say there was a whole lot of new stuff that was announced. Um, one big one was uh, Red Sun animated movie was finally announced by Warner Brothers, so that was awesome. Uh, an animation adaptation of Superman Red Sun by Mark Miller. And that should be coming to us, I think, after Justice League Dark Apocalypse and Superman Man of Tomorrow and then Superman Red Sun. Those are all ones that are coming uh, in 2020, the lineup thereof. So they're going strong on Superman, uh, which is cool. So um, I'm down with more Superman stuff. I I believe that uh, Death of Superman and Reign of the Superman did very well. Uh, go back and listen to our episode on that if you want to hear our coverage on that. Me and Stefan and Brian Kennison talk about those two movies. Um, but yeah, uh, so Superman Red Sun, really excited for that. Uh, Mark Miller, it's really good, really good story about Superman. People say it's like the best Superman story. It's not. Uh, I think that's ridiculous. Uh, but it is a very good story. It's a very good uh, story. Other than the ending, don't much care for the ending. But that's my that's my hot take on um, on that uh, particular property. <clears throat> um, we also have uh, another thing that was brought up was ah uh, yes, the first look at Rick and Morty season four. Now people have already sort of. Uh, seen this one? I posted on my Facebook, obviously, but uh, you know it's about uh, Rick, or it's about Morty and uh, Jerry, uh, Rick, uh, uh, Morty's dad. Uh, they've made an app of some sort, um, and it was helped develop by some uh, some weird alien dude. Uh, and uh, now they want it taken down, and it's a classic little Morty blow up, uh, tough guy blow up as he's shaking this this alien around, but then. A little ominous beeping app kind of scares them away and almost gives gives the guys escape. You've seen it. I'm sure you've, if you're listening to this, you've seen it. And I said on my Facebook then, and I'll say it now, that uh, by the end of the year, the most downloaded app will be the Rick and Morty ominous beeping app uh, that will just be a random beeping uh, uh, circle uh, that, that gives off a light probably in your pocket. So it, it's that that's really going to be like the top... I guarantee that's going to be the absolute top 
uh, downloaded app by the end of the year because Rick and Morty fandom is insane. Uh, they 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 are they are committed. Uh, they love they commit to the bits and uh, they they love Rick and Morty. So there you go. But uh, yeah, so Rick and Morty's coming back, and I think they had a date for it. I think it's going to be back in. Yeah, it's back in November, yeah. It's back in November. They announced that a little bit while ago, but now I have a first look, so, you know. There was also a still image of Rick kind of surrounded by crocodile cyborgs-looking dudes, but they weren't Crocubot. They were something a little bit different, so it's some new race that the, he's probably going to eradicate them in, like, two seconds or something. I don't know. Probably not going to be such a big deal, but that was the first image, still image we got of Rick for the new season, so, and see what he's doing, because he's going to have the most change i think this season given the last season's uh events but uh he's now the you know the joke character and i don't think he likes it too much so we'll see what he does from there uh ducktales had a big one at comic-con uh they revealed a big old poster and some production art for the next season of ducktales and every character that's going to be involved uh which is crazy um they pull out everyone, literally everyone that not, not every character, obviously, but uh, characters you wouldn't remember from uh, uh, that you you definitely would recognize. You would definitely remember and recognize from Disney Afternoon. So Don Carnage is back in this, but he has his old school hat and blue coat. Uh, and his old school uh, weird flying plane thing that looks like a bi-wing with a hammerhead nose. It's a very bizarre uh, type of plane. Uh, but he's there uh, in the bottom left corner of the poster. Top right, we've got the Sea Duck and what looks to be an adult Kit Cloud Kicker and an adult Molly in her superhero Garb, which I believe was Mighty Molly. I don't think it was Sue. I believe it was Mighty Molly. I'm not entirely certain on that. I could be mixing that up with the wrestler Molly Holly. But still. Um, but yeah, Molly, uh, which was Rebecca Cunningham's daughter from Tailspin, if you'll remember that. Tailspin uh, was uh, part of the Disney Afternoon, obviously. But we got an adult kit. We got an adult Molly. We have Bubba the Cave Duck. A, a much maligned added character to the later seasons of DuckTales where they went back in time and got a got a cave duck. Uh, yeah, so and he rides a Triceratops, which is kind of cool. I think his name is Spike. I'm not sure. Uh, I can't remember what the Triceratops' name is. But uh, yeah, so we've got uh, Bubba the Cave Duck and his Triceratops. We have the genie from the movie uh, who was famously played by Rip Taylor. Um... We have the three Caballeros. Uh, I don't know if they showed up in an episode. They might have. Yeah, I think they already showed up in an episode once before. But yeah, the three Caballeros are there. Or the two other Caballeros, because Donald's been in the show, obviously. Um, we got Goldie back. Goldie's back on it. Uh, but the two big ones, which I really love, uh, given the all the rest are just characters that have already been in it. Uh, you know, you've got uh, Zeus and uh, the the, the Storkules and all the gods, and you got Gizmo Duck and his mom and uh, uh, Dead Duckworth, which is really morbid. The the ghost Duckworth is there. Oh, Daisy Duck. Daisy Duck is there as well. So Daisy's going to be uh, entering in. So uh, get ready for Daisy Duck to pop in. Um, I think Jennifer Hale always plays her, so we'll be getting 
Maybe some Jennifer Hale? I'm not sure if it was Jennifer Hale. No, no. Tress McNeil plays Daisy. Tress McNeil always plays Daisy. And Tress McNeil's already played in this stuff, so uh, Tress McNeil will be there. Uh, all the rest are characters that are pretty well known or have popped in. There's uh, Gandra D. She showed up for an episode, I believe, and uh, other episodes like that. So, uh, But the new additions, the two most exciting ones, are uh, Darkwing Duck, which, yes, have been has been in other episodes, but this is the, uh, this is the first time we're seeing him kind of... Uh, step into the role of Darkwing Duck, this new Drake Mallard character, which obviously is the original name of the original character, but it's no longer Jim Star Jim Starling. Uh, it is now, you know, if you saw the episode, I don't want to spoil anything, but if you saw the episode that basically transitioned the TV show Darkwing into the new Darkwing is near perfect. It's a near perfect episode for transitioning into a new format. Um, and along with that, you have who looks to be next to him, Goslin. So we've got Goslin there. So we know he's got an adopted daughter and I assume he's going to be adopted because the guy's kind of shown as being kind of a real goody goody kind of dude. Um, and you know, I'm super excited. More, more Darkwing, more of that. I want that to spin off into a whole other episode, a whole other show. Uh, I'd be totally fine with that. Uh, a whole season of dark of new Darkwing, uh, make it make give a reason why all of his villains start to come to life too. That would be so cool. Moving on uh, to the other one that I'm super excited about because they didn't change a thing. They are literally the same. It's a little tiny balloon uh, over on the top, over on the bottom of the of the corner, bottom right corner of the poster. Uh, a little balloon holding up a milk carton with some wings and suction cup thing. It's the Rescue Rangers uh, little flying device and they're all right there. They all look exactly the same. You got Monterey, you got Gadget, you got Chip, you got Dale, and I assume Zipper is there as well. I don't quite see him on there because it's very tiny. Uh, we get a close-up look of Chip and Dale from the production art as well from the entertainment exclusive uh, art there and uh, they look precisely as they did in the original, which is super cool because we mentioned them being that, you know, we mentioned them being there for, for you know, uh, in, in another episode as well. Uh, I think it was the Exo Squad episode with Adam Hicks and my brother. Uh, we talked about how it would be cool to see them come back because now Chippendale has that new cartoon that's more based around their original adventures or whatever, their their original production stuff where it was just slapstick comedy. Uh, but now we've got uh, legit Chippendales, Rescue Rangers coming back. It's real. It's happening. Uh, and we've got that coming, coming with the new season of DuckTales, season three. So uh, that kicks up. I think the rest of season two finishes off in September, I want to say, this September. And then we'll be moving right into uh, season three. So there we go. And that's going to do it uh, for the DuckTales announcement. Really excited about that. Can't wait. Uh, moving on, we have the Steven Universe, the movie official trailer, uh, which drops uh, in August, I think. When does this thing drop? It drops pretty soon. No, not August. It, dro Ooh, it drops, um, let's see, September 2nd. Uh, Steven Universe drops September 2nd. And that is uh, uh, not that long from now. It's literally a month away. So uh, from when you're reading, listening to this podcast, a month away, we'll get the Steven Universe, uh, Steven Universe movie. Uh, Steven is older. He's rebuilding the the uh, 
the gem empire is kind of go, kind of going around being the being pink diamond and you know i guess uh making good relations with off colors and, and all this other stuff and making things right and then some creepy evil harley quinn jester gem with an upside down heart uh shows up and i guess is gonna do some bad things uh we'll see what that entails later on uh and i say harley quinn-esque because like it's a very jester type looking thing and she stretches and morphs and does cartoonish sorts of things and she's played by tara strong so you know which is who is the titular uh harley quinn uh as, as it is now but she's trying to destroy all the life on earth so you know we'll see how that goes uh, obviously, she's not going to destroy all the life on Earth. Uh, Stephen will obviously stand up and stop her. But yeah, uh, we'll see what happens uh, when that shows up, and we'll definitely have an episode on that for sure here on the Animation Destination Podcast. It looks looks like a lot of fun, uh, and we'll see. Moving on, Gendy Tartakovsky, we get a first look at Primal, which is going to be the new series, new mini-series from... Gendy Tarkovsky on Adult Swim, and it shows a caveman facing off against a giant T-Rex, and then a more gianter T-Rex shows up with a horn, and they start fighting each other, the T-Rexes start fighting each other, and then uh, the caveman starts helping out the other T-Rex, and it looks rad. It's Gendy Tarkovsky art. Uh, it's so beautiful to look at. Um, it's simplistic, but detailed. I don't know. It's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Um, but, uh, very bloody, very, uh, very primal, let's say. And I don't think there's going to be any actual speaking lines in this show. At least we haven't seen any of it. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see when it premieres, obviously on Adult Swim. It's coming this fall. There's no... Uh, no direct uh, time for it, but it is a brutal adult-ridden show. It is very violent, so warning to anybody out there uh, listening, it is a violent show. Don't don't let your kids watch this one without supervision, um, unless you're fine with violence. I don't know. Uh, but that'll be Primal, coming to Adult Swim this fall. Uh, renewed for Season 4 is Young Justice. Uh, Young Justice Season 4 is getting a, re- a renewal. Um... I'm cool with that. Um, it's okay. So here's the thing. My favorite show is kind of disappointing me right now and I need it to step it up. This second half of this third season is very unfocused and I need them to sit down and focus. I need them to focus on these characters that they've introduced and stop introducing three characters an episode and having to go It just, it's so many new characters that they can't sit back and think, all right, what do we do with, how do we get people to enjoy this character or what this character is struggling with? There's just too much going on. You guys need to pull it back. You need to think about what you're doing and you need to be more focused. Um, and I think they're probably going to get that criticism because that seems to be the, that seems to be the main criticism of the show right now is that it's not focused. It's very, very touch and go right now. The last episode this past week was really good. Uh, it was a really good episode. So, uh, there was a lot going on still. There was a lot of plot points, but it was, it was it focused on each one of those things and sort of wrapped a few of them up. So let's hope that they just keep that going. And I have I have faith in Greg Weissman, and uh, and and uh, and uh, we'll, we'll see how they how they 
finish it off. I'm not going to count this show out, obviously. It's one of my favorite shows of all time, the first two seasons at least. And um, so we'll see how it all wraps up. If it wraps up good, then then we'll be solid, and I'll be, I'll be happy. So uh, let's see. And finally, we had the Infinity Train... Uh, we had the first minute of the first episode released and a trailer uh, set to Ozzy Osbourne's Crazy Train, which is super cool. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but that's, uh, yeah. So, and that, that was released, I think, at San Diego Comic-Con as well. Um, crazy amount of stuff there. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, but that's not the last thing, obviously. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, Infinity Train. Uh, people have been waiting on this one for a while now. I think it was 2016 when that trailer was debuted, that pilot was debuted. Uh, now it's got its own series. It's coming August 5th. It'll be this next week, actually. Next week, five nights, uh, a five-night event of kicking off Infinity Train. So there we go. And then we'll get a bunch of Infinity Train bombs, just like we got Steven bombs, because now it's it's binge culture. We can't, uh, you can't just enjoy something uh, via, you know... Uh, w- you know, seeing something on a weekly basis and like watching a half hour every week, like we used to be able to do. Uh, now we have to binge things during certain months and then, Oh, there's one episode a night. Here we go. And that's, you know, that, but I guess that's what they're going to do. They're going to start off with a five, five week or five day, uh, premiere. Uh, we'll get the first five episodes of infinity train and, uh, the start of tulips whole adventure and we'll get to learn some things. So should be pretty cool. Um, next up we have Netflix reveals a slate of preschool series, um, bunch of stuff, uh, I'm not going to get into too much of it, but it also revealed, uh, How to Train Your Dragon is getting a spinoff that is a preschool show, so, uh, How to Train Your Dragon is officially a franchise, <laughs> because, you know, uh, franchises have to go into the you know, the, the, the young child market to really, uh, rack up the cash. So, uh, that's happening, uh, which is fine. It's, as long as it's just a, a, a thing that's happening for kids to watch for young, young children to watch, it doesn't really matter if it doesn't interfere with anything. It's not, they're not taking the actual characters and like, and like shrinking them down to kids. It's a whole new set of like children and, uh, I guess baby dragons or something that's sort of vaguely set in the same universe. Maybe, I'm not entirely certain, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's very, it's very kiddie, very, you know, very preschool, nothing wrong with that. Uh, the other shows coming out are Hello Ninja, Starbeam, DreamWorks Go Dog Go, and What to Doodles. So, we'll see more of those coming out on Netflix. Netflix trying to get that kid market. That's the way to... The way to get people to stream, though, it's a smart move because, you know, uh, I know many parents that are just like, ah, just uh, stream some Netflix. They'll throw it on and let a kid, you know, wrench into some wrench into some Netflix and, uh, you know, they'll be distracted for a little bit and they'll be able to go make dinner or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, I think it's smart. I think it's a smart move because uh, kids will will binge things. They'll rewatch things. They'll go over on things, and they'll keep that subscription alive for parents. So uh, it's a, it's not a it's not a dumb move. It's a smart move. Uh, next up, and finally, actually, on this episode, I want to cover all the stuff about the Dragon Prince. So the Dragon Prince has a bunch of new information uh, that was revealed uh, at San Diego Comic Con. Um, now, sadly, none of that information was about the premiere of Season 3 or when that would be. We still don't have a date as to when Season 3 will happen. Uh, but what we do have 
is uh, a really cool outline of how they're going to uh, deliver the saga. Uh, and I thought this was really pulling back the curtain, which was interesting. So the first three seasons will be the first part of this whole uh, of this whole saga. Um, there's going to be three parts of the saga, and these first three seasons are going to be the first part of it. So that's very interesting on its own, uh, just to know that, like, hey, these are it's going to be a saga. We're going to keep this going. I don't know what the other parts entail, like if there's going to be a time jump at any point during any of it. I don't know, um, you know, but uh, it seems to me like the first three books will be very much uh, the, you know, the return of Zim to Zadia and all that stuff. For people who haven't watched the show, you have no idea what I'm talking about, but that's fine. So the first three books are Moon and Sky, and the next book is Sun. Uh, that that was announced a little while ago, I think, on Twitter by the create by Aaron Ahas. Uh, but uh, the first three books will be Moon, Sky, and Sun, and that will be the first end of the saga. Uh, the next end of the, the next part of the saga will be two books, uh, two seasons. First one titled Earth. We don't know what the second title is yet uh, for the second part of it, but that will be part two of the saga. Uh, now, uh, each of these will have a subtitle to them. They will be the Dragon Prince will be the first one, and then likely the next two parts will be the Dragon Prince. And, uh, you know, Tales of Zadia or something they did with, like, Troll Hunters. Troll Hunters turn into, like, Tales of, um, uh, what is the name of that town? Uh, I forget already. Uh, but, yeah, it'll, it'll be, it'll be kind of like that. So, uh, it's probably, like, Dragon Prince Tales or Tales. It'll have a subtitle to it. So, the first, first half, first part of this, the first three seasons will be the Dragon Prince. Then we'll get the Dragon Prince subtitled whatever this Earth and Mystery book is. And then the third part will again be Dragon Prince subtitle, and we don't have the titles of either of those books, but we do know how this saga is going to play out. You know, it's going to have uh, a whole, uh, you know, bunch of bunch of stuff happening and things. And there, there, there was some spoilery stuff in here about things, not really spoilery stuff, but, uh, you know, what what's going to happen with uh, some of these characters, but just sort of like, hey, what's going to happen? They're, like, Callum will explore... Uh, how to touch into further forms of magic, which is something people have been speculating on because he's the first real human mage who's able to tap into uh, the wind arcana, the sky arcana. He's the first one to actually do it, to actually tap in as a human, as a human being. Um, we're going to get that. We know uh, Amaya and Grin are going to reunite. So, uh, you know, obviously Grin is now freed by the end of season two, which we didn't see it yet, but he definitely is. So and then Amaya is going to, uh, they're going to reunite. Uh, they're best buds and they're awesome. They might be a couple. I don't know. Uh, I have no idea if they're a couple or not. Uh, they don't really allude to that at all, but who knows? Um, you know, uh, Ezra's going to go back. He's going to be, try and be the king. So, you know, that's, that's going to be dangerous. So we're going to see what happens with that. Man, there's, there's a lot of stuff. Um, we're going to get some, uh, some of Rayla's history apparently, because we haven't seen really any of Rayla's history. So we'll see what's going to happen though. I can't wait. I'm super stoked about this series, but what we did get, uh, is we got, um, uh, we did get a timeline as well. We got a timeline of the deep lore timeline of Zadia. So we got the 5,000 years ago, uh, the era of the first elves. Uh, 2,000 years ago, rise of uh, Elorion. So I don't know who that is. Uh, 12,000 years, 1,200 years ago, we got the era of Sol Regum. Sol Regum is that big 
friggin' crown dragon at the end of uh, season two. Um, and then we've got a thousand year goes a thousand years ago, so two hundred years later, uh, the division of Zadia, uh, the era of Luna Tenebris, and the Mage Wars. So I assume that's when, basically, uh, I'm not really sure where that 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 comes in. But then we've got three hundred years ago, era of Avizidum. I don't know how to pronounce all these names. Uh, the Fallen Star, the Orphan Queen. Don't know what any of that means. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh, and then we've got modern is modern of it is the return of Erebos. So Erebos is somewhere. I think the Fallen Star is probably Erebos. That seems to be because he's definitely a star-touched elf. Star-touched elf is what they call the star mages in this because... Anyway, I'm getting way into the lore of this. I love the lore of all this stuff. But, uh, yeah, man, can't wait for all this uh, to happen. Uh, And then what we got was this was leaked. Uh, If you don't want any spoilers about this, but there's a leaked scene. Uh, It was was shown in a panel at at Comic-Con, but it was leaked, obviously, because everything at Comic-Con is leaked. Uh, But there is an interaction with the first... Uh, with the first uh, dark mage uh, of of the humans, uh, the guy that uses the dark magic, the you know the 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 sucking of 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 arcana from from actual life and using it uh, on things and becoming a mage, and uh, Sol Regum comes to the guy and is like, "Hey, you're not allowed to use that." Um, to which you know, reg- uh, you know, to which the mage is sort of you know. Uh, hey, I, I, humans can't use magic any other way. So why are you, you know, stifling our ability to do this? And then uh, Regum straight up says, "You're a lesser being." So we're finally getting into the idea that you know, because like it's always been sort of like, "Oh, humans did this, and humans did this, and that's why they were, uh, that's why they were targeted." Humans had all these mistakes, and it's pretty obvious that like most, uh, most Tolkien esque type of uh, type of uh, lore, uh, fantasy. Um, you know, uh, elves and dragons are really racist a-holes. Uh, and they look down on uh, humans and things like that. So it'll be interesting to see uh, all that play out. And uh, it's a really cool scene uh, because, you know, uh, I don't want to spoil everything for you. If you want to go spoil it yourself, go watch it. But it'll be in the first episode, I think, of the new season. So it's going to be very cool. Cannot wait for more Dragon Prince it's going to be amazing, and I can't wait. So that's going to do it for this episode. Um, I'm super stoked for all the stuff that's coming out from SDCC. Um, not a whole lot of animation news. There actually was a a, a laughable uh, attempt at a panel from uh, Marvel Animation that I might do a whole episode on. Not that I like to, to uh, bash uh, companies or, or or animation projects or whatever. I don't really have much of a of a stake in that. But the, the, this was this this whole thing was just really comically bad, and I, I just the state of Marvel animation as it is right now is just sad, and it's sad, and I hate it. Um, and um, I, I want it to be better because I want things to be better. I always do. Uh, but the state of Marvel Animation is so pathetic uh, that I can't stand it. Um, but that's going to do it, guys, for this episode. Thanks for joining in on uh, this solo episode. Uh, we'll be back to our regular schedule uh, next week. It'll be up on Tuesday. Uh, and then we'll be having Tuesdays again and again from there on. So. Uh, that's going to do it, guys. Thanks again for listening in, and as always, stay tuned.